Welcome to the Bioinnovation Spotlight at Life Science Org, where we shine a light on the next big thing. I'm your host, Dr. David Kirk, and I'll be talking to the people behind early stage translational life science across Europe, whose innovative research today may be the blockbusters and game-changing technologies of tomorrow. This podcast is produced for Life Science Org, a community where European life science CEOs, founders, and investors can connect, share, and engage with each other. Life Science Org members get exclusive early access to these episodes, as well as a network of their peers, weekly expert talks, and insightful sessions with other leaders in life science. Join the conversation at www.lifescienceorg.com. In this episode, we talk to Dr. Nina Patrick, the founder and CEO of Microbes. When it comes to personal health, we have an old saying in Ireland that prevention is better than cure. Microbes is a Berlin-based startup developing an at-home health assistant tool that detects biomarkers using DNA biosensors. These can be easily scaled for manufacture. Computer algorithms then process the results and give advice, helping people optimize their health. It really brings together a few key technologies, and you can tell us more about why you're targeting personal health. But first, Nina, tell me your story. How did you end up in Berlin? Yeah, I was in um, San Francisco before working at um, two biotech startups as the first employee and started to get the idea of wanting to start my own company. And I ended up joining Entrepreneur First, um, decided on Berlin because I had a couple of friends here. It sounded, it seemed like a good ecosystem. It was becoming this biotech, well, small biotech hub, also this, this startup hub for, for Europe. And when I arrived, I, what convinced me to stay was that I felt like my perspective from San Francisco was really well heard here. Um, people were really appreciating my energy. And um, actually, I'll, I'll let you know that the startup community here has uh, recognized me for, for being a newcomer of the year um, from the German Startup Awards. And um, they announced the awards in, in April or first week of May. And um, I was awarded the newcomer of the year. Congratulations. Well deserved. I heard it said that there's an element to the U.S. mentality lacking in Europe. And it's good that you're recognized for coming over here and making it work. Tell me a bit about what you're targeting with my probes now. So monitoring your health has become something that is costly. You have to go to the doctor. It takes some time. And then when you do go to the doctor, you only get this snapshot of your health. Maybe your doctor does some tests for you and you get this report, but then what do you do with that? Um, and so we are developing a health tracking tool so that you can test yourself with our test cards at home and track your health over time. This gives you a more comprehensive picture of your health and you're able to identify changes in your health much earlier. So we really want to change the way that we have healthcare as a reactive thing to more of a proactive thing. Okay. And how are you solving that exactly? What's the little piece of technology that's making all that possible? So right now we have a urinalysis testing card. It has 10 parameters on it that can test about six different um, features of your health. This is immunity, um, liver health, kidney health, hydration, diet, some vitamins. And this can give you a tracking tool to be able to see all how this is affecting your health from, from basically day to day. 
Um, we have a unique biotechnology that allows us to build more of these parameters that can be used on the testing card. So we're not just limited to those six I just mentioned, but we're going to keep building them out so that you can find even more biomarkers in your urine to complete this picture. Okay. Why did you get into this? Why did you decide tracking personal health, putting that power in people's hands was uh, so important? Yeah, it really was kind of accelerated at, during the pandemic because none of us were going to the doctor. It was really difficult to make an appointment. You didn't want to risk an infection. So you were stuck at home, but you still need to get this information. And this made me want to really build a tool that we can use to track our health at home and prevent <laughs> putting yourself at risk having to go to the doctor. And I think there's just a shift and a trend right now to do more at-home testing because now we're doing it for COVID. So why can't we do it for other things? Is there any like group, any people that you're targeting first and foremost? Yeah. So do you have a Fitbit? Do you have an Apple watch? No. Should I? Oh, okay. <laughs> so I think you should. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do know. I have a, I have so, a Google app. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, at least you're tracking your steps yeah. or you have some, or your sleep. Mm. Um, most of these health curious people that are already tracking some of these parameters of their health, like their steps or how many um, flights of stairs they're walking up. This is the first group we're targeting because they're open to this sort of tracking already. Um, and then eventually we would like to see it become very mainstream, very common. That's really cool. Now, if you don't mind me saying, you're a fairly young founder. <laughs> have you had any role models that have inspired your journey? Um, at the moment, I have to say that a role model of mine is Arlen Hamilton. She she started Backstage Capital, which is um, a venture fund that funds underestimated, underrepresented founders, so people of color, women, um, and she came from outside of the VC world. And she just decided, she saw this unmet need and she decided she was like, I'm gonna become a VC. And she studied, got into the right groups and now she's the expert on investing in underrepresented groups. Um, she wrote a book called, It's About Damn Time, which I highly recommend everyone read. And her willpower and her work ethic is just so inspiring. Um, so I recently read the book and I was just like, wow, okay, if she can do it and she can go, you know, break those barriers, like I can do it too. That's fantastic. I love a good book recommendation, actually. You're already targeting people who are using wearable technology. You've described them as health curious, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> we have the technology now. We can build ourselves better. Has anything really validated that what you're doing is the right thing? I mean, just getting my prototype out there with people, everyone's super open to, to testing it, trying it, learning more. They're like, this is the next step. You know, we've been measuring all these external factors like motion and, and heart rate, but now what's next? And what can we do that's like non-invasive? So a urinalysis test is um, what people are, think are quite keen on trying. Nice. Um, tell me now, the next year, hopefully we'll be coming out of the pandemic, that the vaccines will work and everything will be a little bit easier for us to do business and go to conferences again, because I would like to meet you in person again. Um, uh, where do you want to see yourself in about a year's time? 
Oh, that's always such an unknown question. Um, we have, as a company, we have a couple goals. We want to we want to launch the first product um, potentially in January, right around the, the time for New Year's resolutions, where people want to get more fit and track their uh, track a little bit of more of their how their diet is affecting them. Um, but something that I do, a trick I do, which maybe doesn't answer your question entirely, but when I, I guess when I'm getting a little bit stressed out, I think about what was I worried about a year ago? And that really helps me put everything into perspective because I'm like, wow, Nina from a year ago was trying to figure out how a convertible note works, you know? And now I look at myself and I'm like, oh, I've, I've got that I've figured out. I know what's going on. Um, and so looking forward, I think it's a bit more difficult, but I, I, I do know that Nina a year from now will remember this moment and be like, oh, I was so worried about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Well, what about yourself in terms of um, personal development? You touched on it just, just now. I mean, what do you think you are going to be worrying about a year from now? What do you hope to be worrying oh. about? That's Maybe this is a nice positive spin. What do you hope to be worrying about in a year from now? <laughs> oh, this is true. Um, I do always set, set a few goals for me personally. And uh, my current projects are to get to be one German because I've been in Berlin now two years and my German is still uh, pretty elementary. And um, also to get my German driving license as a... As a um, as a very cliche American, I don't know how to drive a manual car, so I'm I'm in the process of doing that at the moment. Um, but I guess professionally, um, I think I want to be worrying about probably closing a, a, a financing round um, about around this time next year. Maybe something that's uh, going to be able to really get us out in front of uh, a, maybe a million people or more. Wonderful. Thank you, Nina, for coming on the Bioinnovation Spotlight. And I look forward to seeing you when the world opens up again. Yeah, thank you. If you are an early stage life science company or translational project ready to spin out and you're based in Europe, you can get on the show by going to lifescienceorg.com forward slash bioinnovation. You can get future episodes at lifescienceorg.com. Thank you all for listening and see you next time.